listening to the Talking Through Hoops podcast with Robert Schlatter and Nick Parabolos. Your podcast for all the up-to-date coverage on the NBA playoffs. Follow us on our social media at Talking Through Hoops to keep up with all the postseason news. Now, here's Rob and Nick. Hello, everybody. This is another episode of the Talking True Hoops podcast, and the NBA playoffs is upon us. I'm Nicholas Paravalos. I'm here with uh, Robert Schlatter. We're in the studio. We're about to jump right in to playoff basketball. Mm-hmm. Rob? Episode number 28 what of do you the want? podcast. You want to start out west? Yeah, let's uh, let's get, start off out out west. You got the let's Rockets and the Wolves. Rockets are currently 2-0 and in the series. They came out, we'll say guns blazing in the first game. In game two, they absolutely whopped the Wolves by 20. And uh, James Harden stepped up the first game and had a very good game. I th- believe he had 44. Let's see here. In which game? Game two? No, in game one. Yeah, game one he had 44 points. Oh. And then Chris Paul was a tad bit pedestrian in game one then it flipped with uh 14 points and then exactly game two little role reversal chris paul was the one who stepped up big time in game two in the 20 point win over the uh, minnesota timberwolves and james harden kind of took a back seat so even though obviously the rockets are 2-0 and i'd say it's a bit concerning for the houston for the houston rockets being that they're winning games but they're not consistently getting contributions from their two stars. And the role players have been I, – I, I'm just saying, if they think they could beat Golden State, it's going to be very difficult to just allow James Harden, oh, we need him to score 44, and then, oh, yeah, if Chris Paul has a down game, it'll be okay. You need these guys, especially when they get Steph Curry back. It's like you you can't just take – you can't just allow yourself to – They won by 20, and they shot 36% from the field. They won by twenty and they shot thirty. Yeah, thirty. Because the Minnesota Timberwolves are terrible. If you, I think the Minnesota Timberwolves, I believe, are the dumbest playoff team. I'm a dumbass. And why I say that is yeah, because if you look, their number one player, Carl Anthony Towns, they're not running an offense. He gets nine shots in the first half, goes two for nine, I believe. They're they're utilizing Jimmy Butler well, I think. Andrew Wiggins is the one who's taking the most shots on that team. That is a terrible choice. Milk was a bad choice. Well, have, have they been doing that all year? No. Carl Anthony Towns has been their best player. Yeah, obviously. He's the well, man. I mean, you can argue Jimmy Butler as well, but Carl Anthony Towns is clearly the best player overall. Or not overall, but clearly the best offensive option on that team. And they're not utilizing him well against the Houston Rockets. And the Rockets are not a they're a good team, but they're not that good of a defensive this team. This game, this game, this series is over. Oh yeah, it's over. I, four. The Rockets are. You a think good that team the Wolves can steal a game? A, you think the if Wolves? the Rockets still maybe maybe game four, if the Rockets take it easy, but I, I think they they'll sweep them, clean sweep. Yeah, but I, Thibodeau has just. Well, Thibodeau's defensive team, his defensive team sucks. Yeah, no. Well, I I don't really think he has the best options for defensive play. I mean, Taj Gibson is old. Carl Anthony Towns like Charles and Shaq when I was watching the post game they said it perfectly he's got to get back in the gym cuz he's got literally got three moves in the post yeah. and he's got a little ju- he's got But that's today's NBA. That is today's NBA but if he expects to carry the team that the Wolves fans want him and the NBA fans want him he needs to get a lot better because watching him in this series he is he's a good player but he's not going to be 
that that like top five kind of guy if he just is shooting two for nine in the half and needs he just needs you need more from Carl Anthony Towns and I think absolutely you're absolutely right the series is over the Rockets are gonna but you, you keep but going. I think they could steal uh, Timberwolves could get 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 him on a bad night and win at home Carl Anthony Towns is still young though so for, yeah no, if you absolutely. look at for, it's the Wolves this year you know at least they made the playoffs that's good they get some extra basketball some playoff experience the crowd the atmosphere but this is just the beginning for such a young team they're gonna they're gonna move forward from this uh clean sweep learning experience mm-hmm. that's that's what i see it for this because the rockets are the best team so yeah no the rockets are definitely the better team but i'm just saying if james harden and chris that, that i i'd like i would have liked to seen them and they only won the the first game by Three points, and, and Chris Paul. Let me tell you, had that really bad turnover in the end of the game. And I'm just, you know, point. He he stepped up in game two, and he made up for it when the 20 point went. But I, I just still am not completely convinced, and especially against this flustered Timberwolves team that just doesn't look like a complete ball club. And but I think the Rockets will pull away in this series up 2-0. Timberwolves, Timberwolves. Or yeah, so, you said Pistons. I didn't say the Pistons. Did you? I'm hearing. I didn't see I'm the hearing stuff. I didn't say the Pistons. Yeah, so I said the, I said the Rockets would pull away and they'd beat the the Timberwolves in this series up 2-0. Moving on, Utah Jazz versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Donovan Mitchell is something else. Scored 27 in the first game, scored 28 in the second game. They're tied 1-1 with the Thunder. The big 3 stepped up big in the first let's what is it? The seven quarters, we'll say because Game two, fourth quarter, was very bad for them. They only had two combined points with Mello, Russell Westbrook, and Playoff P, which has all of a sudden become his nickname. I don't. I, don't, I like was, it. Was, I like the nickname. I think it's creative. But when was Paul George ever so good in the postseason that you had to say? When, when they had the, the one seed? Pieces? Yeah, those two years. But, of course, they, they lost to LeBron. Now, if you recall in Playoff P then – Okay, but if you're talking about playoff P when he gets swept by the Cavs and the year I think the year before they lost to Atlanta, even though they took them seven games. I mean, it's not like Paul George has the this tremendous playoff resume, but he stepped up. He's playoff P, bro. I know that's that they they all all of a sudden established his nickname, but he he lived up to the nickname in game one, getting uh, 36 points, seven rebounds, and let's see how many assists. Oh, he had no assists in that game, but he he was he was the number one option in that game, and they they won that game, one sixteen to one hundred eight. So it was a good performance by Paul George in that game. And then it looked like they were going to pull off in game two. They were up in the third quarter, I believe, by ten points. It was like seventy seven sixty seven at one point, and then it all kind of just fell apart for some reason. They all the big three just did not show up in the fourth quarter, and Donovan Mitchell took over. So, I don't know what you're gonna. I you got to look at that big three and just say you got to step up. That you just got to score. He's got to score more than two points in the fourth yeah, quarter. But um, you know, let's go back to Donovan Mitchell. The kid's a star. He should be rookie of the year. He's been performing very well in the playoffs. His rookie year too. So pressure doesn't get to this young man. As for the Thunder, we've talked about it all year. If they could hit those ISO uh, shots. Then they'll they'll continue to win games. Other than that, they're gonna they might lose. But yeah, well, this one's going seven because I, yeah, I think th- so. they, it's such a competitive team, especially with the Jazz on defense. 
it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fair matchup in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Derek Favors who's been playing pretty good basketball in the uh, playoffs. He, you know, X net. Yeah, Donovan, give him a shout out. Don, yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I think he mentioned him in the post game. Of course, he had twenty points last night. Yeah, he, and sixteen rebounds. Mm-hmm. De- he was a net. Derek Favors. Yeah. Yeah. Derek. Uh, Darren Williams trade. They when did they have him as a rookie? Yep. And, and then, then we traded, traded him for Darren Williams. Oh. And a first-round wow. pick. That was Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor was at one point. Oh. No, he wasn't the net. The Nets traded oh, a they pick, tra- oh, and okay. they drafted Cantor. Wow. That's a that's a tad bit of knowledge that I did not know. Okay. Yeah, but Derek Favors, you know, he's 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 a solid basketball player. Yeah. It'd be he, very interesting game three because I could see the Jazz winning game three. Oh no, absolutely back at, the Jazz fans are pretty ruthless if you watch their they are. their home, especially when they got back to the playoffs last year with uh Gordon Hayward at the helm. I think that you gotta watch out for the the Utah crowd because they, they make an impact. Not only OKC has a good crowd, but Utah definitely so two strong fan bases and all I'm saying is OKC. I think that their big three showed how successful they could be in the postseason. By I mean, Melo stepped up well in the game one and game two. He had in game two he had 17, in game one he had 15. So he's been playing solid basketball. And then Russell Westbrook had 29 in game one. I don't think he had too many more. What what, he, what were his stats in game? You know, two? if Gordon Hayward didn't leave, we could, could potentially say these Jazz teams at legitimate. 19. Like, this Jazz team could go pretty far if they had Gordon Hayward. So. Oh, yeah. But right? Of course, I mean, him? yeah, obviously a hypothetical, but, I mean, that, like, Donovan Mitchell. Ricky Rubio was gunning from three. Let it ride! Spanish maestro. He's a Spanish maestro. Yeah, I, I don't him. know what was going on. I was like, Ricky Rubio all of a sudden gets a three-point shot. It was ridiculous. His first playoff games. First playoff game. Yeah. Right? These last they, two. They were uh, on the NBA TV guys were like mentioning that Ricky Rubio played in big-time games over in Spain, in Spain. So he's a guy that likes to step up to the, the biggest competition, the brightest lights. Yeah, his so. big-time game. Big-time like player. Yeah, big-time player in big-time games. So, yeah, so I think the Jazz and Thunder, like you mentioned, I think that it'll eventually – end up going seven games just because how competitive these two teams yep. are. And uh, I think that I think it'll just go seven games. Moving on, Blazers versus Pelicans. This has got to be the biggest surprise. This is my for, guy. Did you did you men you said that this would be a very interesting series last podcast. It will, it will. And it already just playoff Rondo. We I mentioned it. I he, love him. he's been I'm not a huge fan of Rondo, but I gotta appreciate what Rondo. playoff Rondo is doing right now. He he had, had 17 assists in the 17 first game. assists game one he had I, game one he stepped up very 17 well. and eight eight rebounds meaning only four points I think six points yeah and in he, the second game he's he 10 10 rebounds nine assists 16 points playoff Rondo just get him into the playoffs absolutely just get him into the playoffs he's, and he'll he's win games. now I think not with not being on the Celtics, he's four and zero in all games because obviously yeah, with, with the Bulls, he won he the hurt. first two games and then got hurt. No. They would have won that series. Are we counting when he was in Dallas and they benched him? No, yeah, no. Okay. Rick Carlisle put him in the yeah. doghouse. Was not was not a fan of him. And then you got to mention Drew Holiday, of course, too. Yeah, with uh, the big thirty three point game in game two, and twenty one in game one too. Yeah, Pelicans two and zero, two and zero right now against the Blazers, and Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, especially in game two were nowhere to be found. And it's gone. Yeah. They they needed when your like, shots just don't fall. That's what's going to happen. When they I think they're coming in obviously as the 3 seed 
and they they everyone was like, wow, this team is you know is this the year that Damian Lillard and CJ can kind of show themselves to be more than just a regarded as a good backcourt that'll get you to the playoffs and do a little bit more and kind of sh- show themselves to be you know more than just the the good backcourt that the solid backcourt. So clearly they're not doing that because and can you imagine if this Pelicans team had Anth- uh, DeMarcus Cousins? Yeah, they would have been. Oh my God, it, like it's insane. They also, probably would have been higher than the seed that they they are. So what are they six? They might have been the three. They might have swapped. With yeah, Portland, maybe honestly. But um, yeah, the Trailblazers. The, when Lillard shoots one of seven from three, seven of eighteen, you're not going to win games. That's the, that's the bottom line. So if he could bounce back and nail a couple more threes, maybe this, the storyline will be different. Um, my big big thing here is Evan Turner once again has been um, nowhere to be found. Yep. And they were the talking about how zero points last game. Talking about how good we we talked about last time with how Terry Stotts had kind of got him back into the system and was helping him along with with Evan Turner, helping him along, and he he was playing well. And then all of a sudden, was playoffs Shabazz come hurt? around. Last game because he didn't play. He I, didn't play in game. I, two. I think Shabazz played in game one. Yeah, but he didn't play in game two. I don't believe he did. Let's see. No, he only checked. had he only had six points, and that's another thing they need more because they were getting a lot of bench production. Yep. Like Zach Collins stepped in well towards the end of the season. Shabazz Napier was playing really well. I don't think that Myers Leonard played. The Myers Leonard did not. No, play he doesn't yes, really yeah. play too much but, anymore. But yeah, you know, but they Mo need Hartless more from their bench. And yeah, overall they they just and you need your stars to knock shots down. Yeah. McCollum and Lillard need a takeover. That's, yeah. that's the ball. Yeah, Anthony Davis line. is going to get his at the end of the day. Too. Oh, Anthony Davis! Is, know that. He's something else. His, his highlights from the series is pretty pretty remarkable, and just watching him. But playoff Rondo is I I got I'm not a huge Rondo fan, but watching him in the postseason and how he controls the game and just breaks it down so well, you got to appreciate what he's doing. Yeah, Anthony Davis uh, showed up to Game One with a with a suit on mm-hmm. and then none nobody else had a suit on so like he had to come he had to say he said he had to bring it down for game two the fashion game ah yeah because okay. <laughs> he's like i'm the only one with the suit this yeah. is playoff basketball playoff. yeah that's <laughs> funny that's funny yeah so uh yeah pelicans i it's not looking good for the blazers up 2-0 on them moving on to the last western conference playoff series to talk about warriors versus spurs it's over it's over yeah <laughs> warriors are up two nothing uh, they're just absolutely looking dominant. But shout out Lamarcus Aldrich, yeah, he's playing balling. extremely well. I know game one, fourteen, fourteen. So not really, you know, not too good. They got they got manhandled on that game. But game yeah. two came out and he scored, I believe, thirty five. Let's mm-hmm. see, uh, thirty four points. So he came out and scored thirty four. So he's kind of shutting up the media a little bit because he stepped up. And Pop had a. A quote after the after game two talking about like and then obviously the media blew it out of proportion comparing it to Kawhi because he was talking about how Lamarcus is a player that you can rely on and that he's he's no. day in day out and they were making the comparison or making the assumption that Pop was com- was comparing him to Kawhi Leonard and saying how Kawhi isn't reliable which is just that's insane it's a reach it really is a reach I th- it's clearly. We know Popovich plays mind games, but I think he was just praising LaMarcus, and and especially off the postseason that he had last year, after a 34-point game, I think he was just showing LaMarcus a lot of love because of the crap that he's gotten from from the media. Yeah, I think that the Spurs, they, they need help. 
I, I, oh, even yeah. with Kawhi Leonard, I don't think they have enough to win games. They need to add an off-season piece, you know. So that that's my whole take on that. They're gonna get swept. Um, that's basically it. Yeah, unless yeah. unless somehow they 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 have a miracle tonight. Are yeah, they're the games tonight. What are, which ones are the games? Tonight? Warriors, Spurs. Um, War yeah. Cav- Philly plays yeah, tonight Philly. against Miami, Portland, New Orleans, and mm-hmm. then Golden State. San- yeah, so um, I mean. Maybe you catch Kevin you Durant home. on a bad on a bad night, or Clay Thompson stepped up really well too. Yeah, it, it's just tough seeing how how they could how the Warriors could lose a game against the Spurs. But yeah, Warrior Warriors up two zero. Don't think the Spurs are coming back. It'll no. be definitely. We'll talk about it later in the podcast, but it'll definitely be interesting what the what the San Antonio Spurs do, especially after this offseason. It's going to be a lot of buzz yeah. around them. So moving. To the East. Eastern Conference. We'll start off with the Raptors versus the Wizards. Oh yeah, Raptors are up 2-0. So I I expect the Raptors to not get to the Eastern Conference Finals. But we before we would say, depending on the matchup, I thought the Raptors could get bounced in the first round. But like I said last time, if you listen to the podcast, the Wizards are not the optimal choice to have an upset because they were just. They're, that team is so screwed up. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Bad. John Wall and Gortat were literally screaming at each other, and then if you see Bradley Beal in the corner too, just is covering his face with a towel. And well, Gortat's are... gone now. Oh, Gortat he lost his job. Yeah, no, John Wall is not happy with Gortat anymore. You I... can't get rid of Wall. Well, I mean, you mentioned or there's like, you know, the little rumblings of. Could they just blow it up and get rid of John Wall? I think that's dumb. Well, the the biggest it's so mistake, hard to come around stars as good as he is. The biggest mistake f- for Washington was re-signing Otto Porter for a hundred million in the offseason. because that yeah. locks him up for next year because they have they can't do anything. They have no money. Mm-hmm. So if you thought that Otto Porter was going to be your third star, which he hasn't shown anything that that, that would, will like impress that would back you, that up. yeah, yeah. So. That's they they need to blow it up, Washington. Sorry, sorry to the Washington fans, but your team's not good, and they're gonna get swept as well by the Raptors. Yeah, and I thought it was really funny how the Raptors came out and they were like, "We're playing everything like a game seven. Yeah, because it was the lose. first time in a first round series that, that they, they didn't lose the game, game one. one. Yeah, which is ridiculous because the past three years they've had like, they for the past I, like eight 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 first round series. No, 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 I'm saying in, in like this oh, tenure yeah. Yeah, that like that. the past like three seasons they've been like one of the top seeds in a first round matchup and they've had the game at home. I think yeah. you're the Nets your, beat them at home net, when Paul Pierce had that, yeah, that game winner or that I think that was a game seven, but they lost the game one that was there. So the you rap- hear the block in game seven in the game one he hit he hit the big shot and he oh, says that's yeah, why they yeah, got yeah. me here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Put so, that sound clip in, Rob. That's uh, why they got me here. I'll, yeah, I'll drop that in there. <laughs> That's why they got me here. That's why I'm in here. So, um, but yeah, the Raptors. Um, I think they're gonna pull it off. Obviously, up 2-0, it's gonna be a bit of an easier ride, especially with this Wizards team that's just screwed up. And it's gonna be really interesting. Like you said, I think Gortat's gone, and then maybe they'll have to do something with Scott Brooks because he he kind of just looks like he's out of it. So it'll be interesting to see what the Wizards do in the offseason. Yep. Cavs, Pacers. Interesting. Very interesting. Cavs lose game one by tw- uh, 18. They were down at one point, I think, by like 26 points. Yeah, they were down by a lot. A lot. So LeBron in the first game, I don't think he took a shot until like the last two minutes of the first quarter. In the That's first how, game? 
Yeah, in the first game. And then game two, he came out guns blazing. Obviously, they only won game two by three points. And, like, this is the overall scope of not only just Indiana. Indiana's a very good team. Yeah. And I got to, like, look at them and I kind of underrated them for a while. Now looking at how well they're playing against the Cavs, or it may just be that the Cavs are that bad without LeBron and the rest of their role players. Are, but the Eastern Conference is getting much better. And who in a couple of years you may see the, the, the power shift to the Eastern Conference. Yeah, it will. Because – the Pacers are a good team, and Old Depot played extremely well. Playoff Lance Stevenson. Uh, yeah, he's another one. I love we him. We mentioned it. I he, love him. Lance Stevenson. Brooklyn was boy. A Brooklyn guy. So I think this is this is very telling for the for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Game one, they got smacked. And then game two, they only won by three points. And they got up at one point in game game two by like by twenty five. LeBron points. dropped forty six. And it took, yeah, it took LeBron to drop that many points. His team's bad. His I'm team looking is at his re- roster. And then, did you hear the the crap that he comes out with yeah. in one of the press conferences, saying that, oh, this this new roster doesn't have us, didn't ha- prepare us well coming into the postseason. Well, isn't that special? But yet, LeBron at, at the halfway point, when by the trade deadline, was begging for for all these trades, and they blew up the team, and it's not enough for him. That's the kind of stuff that gets me aggravated with him. Just the two faced comments, and it's it, like you can't win at this point. With well, this their guy. biggest mistake was when they traded Kyrie for Isaiah Thomas, and since that, it's been a spiral downhill for the mm-hmm. Cavs, just because of how much difference you you think Kyrie Isaiah Thomas sucks. This is a I mean, Rob, you like Isaiah Thomas? No. All right. This is this, this podcast does not like Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah, right? I'm Isaiah Thompson or Isaiah Thomas adjacent. I just I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, the Pacers are a good team. They'll take it. I expect the Cavs to win this series. Maybe maybe they could take another game. The the Cavs, the Pacers at home, but the Cavs are going to be concerning when they move forward versus the Raptors next round. Because mm-hmm. the Raptors are a much better team than the Pacers. So it's gonna be interesting, and that's I can't wait to watch it. And I don't, I don't think at this point, looking at how LeBron had to score forty, what was it, forty four, forty six, he had to score that many points, and they only win by three, three. So I'm just looking at it. I'm like, is is LeBron? Is this finally the time that LeBron doesn't come out of the Eastern Conference? And it may be, and especially if this, like, we'll talk, we'll move on to the 76ers. If the 76ers get back Joel Embiid and they can pull off this series against the Heat and they get him back healthy, and if they possibly meet up with the Cavs, if the Raptors don't get their business, or if the Raptors can't take care of business with the Cavs, if they move on, if both of them move on, I, I honestly see, I think it may be one time that LeBron doesn't get get to the to the NBA Finals, but gotta continue to look at it and be like, he's he's won, he's gotten to the, the Finals for the past, what is it, eight seasons, so gotta give him the benefit of the doubt, but it's not looking good right now for the Cavs, even after the Game 2 victory. So, like I mentioned, 76ers versus the Heat. This is a tied-up series. This is very entertaining. It is. No no Joel Embiid, and this team is playing really well. Got to give the Miami Heat a lot of credit. Playoff D. Wade, like I mentioned, off the bench, gave him 28 in Game 2. It's entertaining, and you got the celebrities coming out. Kevin Hart is possibly ruining the 76ers' chances. Why is he ruining the Sixers? Because he shows up to Game 2. 
But he's and from Philly. I know. You got to get he he did go to the it was Super, at the Super he was, Bowl. He was at the Super Bowl and Philly won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, I, but I'm just I'm just saying from the Phillies fans perspective, I was seeing a lot of oh Kevin Hart, why are you pulling up to the game right now? We why don't not? need you. You're giving us a little bad juju. So He's pulling up to Miami. Yeah, I heard that. So he'll probably be at the game tonight. And I I loved watching that game with the game two with Dwayne Wade. That was a crazy he was hit he it was vintage Wade. He but how many times could he do that? No, yeah, that's definitely a point right. that needs to be made, especially off the bench. So he's not like the focal point there anymore as much. And what what's up with Hassan Whiteside's only getting like I, I, game one? I how don't many, like Whiteside at all. I Whiteside only had how many minutes did he have? He well, did not have a lot of minutes. He, had he only the, had two points had in game one. In game 12, two. Yeah, twelve minutes in game one for uh, two points. There might be something wrong. He might be hurt. Or he has he a may, sickness. Or I think that. Eric Spolster is not really looking at him as a guy that they want to have in the game. But I, I will say, if Joel Embiid was playing, oh, yeah. it would be Whiteside Embiid all day. And oh, I and think they got be beef, more, too. Oh, yeah, they got beef, and I think there'd be a lot more contribution on Whiteside yes. than I think that he'd be he'd be up to play. And then, speaking of Joel Embiid, he said after the Sixers game, he said, uh, explicit, effing sick and tired of being babied. And... Th- I love Joel Embiid, but like Joel, it's like after a loss, you're gonna say that. It's like, come on. He dude. wants to play. I know he wants to play, but he was feeling all good. He was posting on his Instagram. He posted the he, yeah. he on his Instagram. He posted each round of who he thinks he, he had the first picture of him hitting Whiteside in the yeah. face, and then no, the next, it wasn't him hitting. It was fake. Or it was he, a flop. No, it was well in that game. It was a flop. It was a flop, but when Embiid yeah. like put his hand back, and then it, it ended up hitting uh, Whiteside, hitting himself in the face. But then, and then it had the Sixers against the the Celtics, and then Joel against LeBron, and then them Draymond. going up against the Warriors. The Warriors. So Joel's predicting that. But I, I, I thought it was unnecessary for Embiid to post that on his story, even though I like him on social media. I thought it was a little too. You know, it was he's time. Savage, it was timely. Though. It's a, he's a savage, but it was a little timely for him to do it right after a loss. It's like, come on, Joel. That's a, you know, you you can talk up when you're winning and stuff, but let's not let's not do that. And Brett Brown came after the game and he was talking about how he he understands that that Embiid is frustrated and wants to play. So, but he'll be in there eventually. They got to well, pull listen. off this first series. If it ends up going to close to seven games, I think they'll definitely rush him back. And I be think like, he... we need him. And the... it's only a facial fracture. Well, so. only a facial fracture. I mean, if you get hit in the face, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, true. And you don't want to. Yeah, so you can't mess around with stuff like that. But like, you could put a mask on. It's it, yeah, it's... yeah, the black mask on. Well, that's not allowed. <laughs> he has to have a clear one. But yeah, so. Wait, can, does he, yeah, he needs a clear mask. Yeah, but yeah, Joel Embiid he comes back, but they they they've shown that they could win without him. Mm-hmm. They won game Absolutely. one without him, so game two, Ben Simmons needs to step up and just keep doing his thing, distributing the ball, and show why he's rookie of the year. Because Donovan Mitchell has been making a case for himself. So Ben Simmons comes back, shows up. Bellinelli and Redick needs to knock down their threes. I love those guys. Yeah, I love those guys on uh, the Sixers. Basically, I have Philly taking care of business tonight i think yeah same i think that they'll i think that they'll win tonight you're not gonna get that production from Wade every game that's no. the bottom line kelly olenic though we talked about it last year on our podcast that the celtics go far with kelly olenic and how he does right yeah so this this time kelly olenic could be a difference maker for the heat possibly possibly in the postseason right we'll maybe maybe seeing that speaking of the the boston celtics yeah. 
Celtics first Bucks, Boston up 2-0, getting huge contributions from Terry Rozier, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown had 30 in one game. Al Horford's been stepping up solid. The Bucks basically, Giannis and Chris Middleton are the only ones showing up and no one else. Jabari Parker looks scared. Eric Bledsoe sucks. And it's just not good for the for the Milwaukee Bucks. I think Damn they it. they don't play tonight. I think they play no, tomorrow. They play tomorrow, I think. Yeah, they play tomorrow. So I think that they'll take at least one game in this series, but it's not looking good for the Mil and their co who it's the backup coach that used to coach with the Nets. When uh, Jason yeah, Kidd was there, a Jason Kidd fan but, boy, but they yeah, they need no. they need a new they'll head coach. Be, yeah, they'll eventually get him because this is, we got to rem- remember this is a fill-in guy. But Celtics up two zero, they w- they took care of business at, uh, at at home. So, but this is good for the future of the Celtics, especially seeing how the these guys are getting playoff experience. Tatum, Brown, and Rozier. I think Rozier is Rozier a restricted free agent or a, yes he's he's going to be restricted. someone's going to pay him a lot of money and yeah they, I don't think that the Celtics are going to be able to match it because the way he's playing in the postseason he well they'll let you see him walk. shake uh, Eric Bledsoe? Bledsoe for that final shot oh well, my goodness well they asked Bledsoe what do you think of Terry Rozier oh uh, yeah he, I don't he, know who the f that is yeah yeah that's so great I it's getting heated he's got to learn he he, he should. Know who that is? Well, after they could have won his game one. They could have won game one. Oh, the absolutely, Bucks. yeah. So if the Bucks, they just need to steal one game on the road. If they could take care of business at home, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think the series is over. I don't right? think this one's yeah, over. I at think all. the Bucks can definitely, definitely win two games in a row, and then yeah. it's right back to to square yeah. one. You're not going to get you're not going to get thirty points from Brown. Yeah, no, I I don't, I I would be very surprised if that happens, and good for the Celtics if it does happen for him, but I. I don't think I wouldn't put all my chips in the in the middle for for thinking Brown and Tatum and Rozier will continue to have the good games, but yeah. uh, you know maybe Al Horford will end up getting a little more points than just like fourteen points, five rebounds, and seven assists, and whatever he usually does. So that those were the series. It was very entertaining. So those are the first two games of each series, and we'll get right back to it tonight, and we'll continue to talk about them. Moving on to free throw segment. Victor Oladipo, talking about the the Pacers-Cavs series, Victor Oladipo admitted that he was trying to stick it to Dan Gilbert after Gilbert said that the he believed that the Pacers didn't get enough back for Paul George when they made the trade. And if you remember, the Cavs were in talks of trying to acquire Paul George in the offseason. So he, I believe Gilbert made the – obviously made the comments prior to the season starting. After. Gilbert's a clown. Yeah, Gilbert's a clown, and Victor Oladipo admits to good, good for Oladipo, good yeah. for him trying to stick it to him because maybe clearly, there's a little chip, chip on the shoulder. Chip in a, yeah, he's he's got a chip on his shoulder, and clearly it's working out pretty well for the Pacers and Victor Oladipo. A little sad news it came out yesterday: Greg Popovich's wife Erin passed away. Very sad for the Popovich family. Condolences out to them. Uh, Popovich will not be coaching the game tonight versus the Warriors so he'll be uh, replaced by one of the assistants I don't know remember exactly who it is but uh, some sad news out of the NBA and did you see the I was at first like frustrated did you see the postgame interview with LeBron, with LeBron? yeah because I mean, that they they initially it was clear that the reporter was like blindsiding him with the question and he kind of looked surprised but then it came out that LeBron said that she asked him permission and like kind of told What'd him told him about the news 
what did she say? No, to him, but prior. That she he made she made him aware of it oh, and then okay. asked permission. Oh, is it okay if I ask you this question? So did he like stage that response or? It? I mean, I I don't I don't know exactly. It was on his uninterrupted thing, and of oh. course he's breaking the rules of his zero dark yeah, twenty three. Zero dark twenty three. No, he was on interrupted, so it was okay. But <laughs> it was good for him to clarify that because like the internet was going crazy for how she asked that question because it was if, yeah. if she didn't do that if she didn't ask lebron before they put the cameras on i think that was completely inappropriate but well he knows uh, he knows pop so yeah he knows from pop. The usa basketball yeah from usa basketball and and just the times that they've matched up in the finals but sad news for the spurs family and the, and the popovich family kobe bryant says that james harden is the mvp uh i don't really no um you think it's like duh yeah you think kobe everybody's saying it obviously it's kobe so they got to make some news with it and now back to the spurs Kawhi. this is an interesting story it's on uh, nesson.com i'll read it this is uh possible trade packages for uh Kawhi leonard that's been spicy now that Kawhi has officially been ruled out for the postseason they're saying that the uh the Los Angeles Clippers are in the works for making a trade for Kawhi. What do you think of that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what, what the standing is with Kawhi Leonard. Do they not like him, the Spurs? Does he not like the Spurs? What's wrong with the relationship? And I'm pretty sure that he's not going anywhere. So, I, I, Yeah, I'm convinced that it's just it's all, all white noise. Mumbo-jumbo. N- yeah, mumbo-jumbo and not really needed to take serious, taken seriously. And it's always going to get hype, especially when it's the Lakers, because the Lakers are going to want to make a move at him. No, you said Clippers. I I know. Both, oh, okay. Because L A. Well, I'm just saying in general, L A. The yeah. L A. market, because the Clippers, I don't think would be able to say like if he has to choose between the Clippers and the Lakers. I mean, it's a trade. Him. He can't choose anything. Well, no, he he. I think he's a free agent. Well, he's from that area. He's from. Yeah. So I mean, maybe you can see it happening, but Wait, especially he's a free agent this year. No. I or no for his extension yeah yeah you're right I, I think it's he can because I, I was thinking that about the 219 million extension yeah that he was getting I thought he was a free but no, no. it would be an extension that yes. he would get but yeah the, the other the the rumors that are out are is like Kawhi is just mad about the 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 training staff messing up his injury and then there's like rumors that his uncle is upset with with how the Spurs no. organization can't, is can't. handling him it's just, <laughs> Like it, it's it's a bit of a reach to believe that that is yeah enough to make Kawhi Leonard want to leave the San Antonio Spurs because I they're saying that he wants to pair up with another big star. It's like I wouldn't, and they're like, oh, maybe LeBron and him will teammate will team up in L.A. It's like, is Kawhi just gonna initially say, okay, I'm maybe gonna LeBron sign with L.A. Go, and then hope LeBron comes over? No. Well, maybe LeBron will go to uh, San Antonio. Hey, you never know, but I don't think he wants that noise. I don't want to think he wants to go west. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't want that kind of that kind of heat in the Western Conference. Yep. Steph Curry is uh, targeting a return for the Western Conference semifinals. It's good to see. Well, that's what Steph we expected. Back. Yeah, that's what we expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Knicks news is being made. Uh, Knicks are going to interview a lot of candidates. This is a good. huge list: uh, Mark Jackson, David Fisdale, Mike Woodson. Let's do it. Frank Vogel, who we talked about before, got fired, is interested in the job. I don't know if they officially are going to interview him. Jerry Stackhouse, I believe Jerry Stackhouse already interviewed. This is a fun one. Kenny Smith from yeah, the TNT I don't know. crew. I don't think he'd leave the TNT crew. I think that they would 
rip him if they, if he left for the Knicks job, especially Charles and Shaq. He's from they, New York. So. He's from New York. Yeah, it makes sense. And then this is a this is a perfect Knicks move. David Blatt. Do you think that's a perfect Knicks move? No, no, no. I'm just saying for the Knicks. Like, I think Mike Woodson's a perfect Knicks. Oh move, no! Like. What they were talking about is that they would. Uh, the rumors that may happen is Mark Jackson would be the head coach, and then Mike Woodson would be the head assistant coach. So I wouldn't mind it, but I, I, with Dolan there, I just cannot see them truly functioning well. I Mark Jackson has, I don't, don't want to say he has an ego, but he had he's a guy that likes to take control of the team, and I think especially with Steve Mills and uh, Scott Perry, I, I think that they want to have a little bit more control than just allowing the head coach to go ahead and do that, and that's why I don't think Mark Jackson will end up. Jeff Van Gundy's another guy. Well, no, he. He was no? initially, yeah, he, I, I don't know if he refused the interview, but I think that they just said it's not going to happen with him. So, I mean, it's look, and at first I was like, no way Mark Jackson's going to go. But then at this, after the Spurs uh, Warriors game, he was like, there was a soundbite of him, like when Mike Breen, when they panned over to David Fisdale and Mike Breen made the point that, oh, he's in the coaching searches and they mentioned the Knicks and then Mark Jackson like had to clear his throat. He's like, <laughs> like he does that all the time though. That's true. So, but I think I think he definitely is interested in the Knicks job now that Phil Jackson's gone. Mama, there goes that man. Mama, there goes that man. Mama, there goes that man. Yeah. So I think that Mark Jackson could end up being the head coach. I wouldn't mind David Fisdale. How about Jerry Stackhouse? That seems like a Knicks hire. Like that would be perfect, Former and then he'd player, be gone like after that. two years. Yeah. Like I, Jerry Stackhouse has been a coach for a while, so or been an assistant coach for a while, and we know his. Uh, past career resume as a player. Yeah, I like Jerry. Yeah, so I think that uh, the Knicks may end up getting Mark Jackson. I, I wouldn't mind Mark Jackson, David Fisdale, or Mike Woodson. I think those are good candidates. I would love to see Mike Woodson come back. I think that he got a raw deal when Phil Jackson got in there. But That's true. It would be a perfect like just Knicks story and just uh, uh, what they would end up doing and what they would typically do if they got David Blatt as the head coach. I saw something on uh, Twitter, and it was like, Mike Woodson back to the Knicks. Call up Jason Kidd, Raymond Felton, J.R. Smith, and yeah, Melo. Get the squad. old crew back Rasheed together. Wallace. Get the old crew back Get together. The, that was the last time they've been in the playoffs. Exactly. Man. That's why they were saying yeah. that's funny. So that would be interesting. That's the some Knicks news in the offseason. We'll see how that goes. Uh, R.I.P. to NBA Hall of Famer Hal Greer. Passes away. Great player. NBA champ in 1967, 10-time All-Star, All-Star Game MVP, one of the NBA 50th greatest uh, greatest players, anniversary team. I wonder when they're going to redo that. They have to do it. Probably like when they do it last time. They the last time they did was like 1982. Yeah, and they 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 missed a lot of players, so they got to end up doing it again. 1982. Yeah. No, wait, wait, wait. I was about to say because Jordan's on and Jordan played in the 90s. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I think they did that in was 97. The fir- that was the first one I think they did. And then I think they did it like around 92, 93, I want to say. I'll look, just look it up. Yeah, sometime around there. But And then uh, Hal Greer was also a uh, seven-time All-Star or seven-time seven time All-NBA second team, and he played for the Syracuse Nationals and the Philadelphia 76. Okay, 1996. Yeah, so they probably soon that they're going to redo the Hopefully. top 50. 50th anniversary players yeah but never really watched them but you got to respect the resume obviously he's one of the an nba great so very sad news to hear that he passed away this is a a funny funny story lebron is being sued for his barbershop talk uh barbershop talk show this is just 
mind-boggling how this is just perfect lebron news honestly so if you look at the story came out on yahoo there it's all around but this is a yahoo story so what happened was lebron had this idea here he was in the talks with some companies about this idea for a barbershop show so he ended up doing it i believe and it was on it's on his uninterrupted thing where he made the video that we talked about from addressing the popovich situation and so it's like where he just talks about politics and like basketball in general and he talks about wine we know he's a big wine guy he is he's a huge wine guy well steph curry's wife's making a wine 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 (laughs) if you're interested that's a little side note yeah Yeah, a little side business for him so then nick saban alabama football came out with their own version of barbershop talk where they just like talk to the recruits or the players and they just they just have conversations so lebron his company and his camp are now are tried suing Suing alabama football for it and then what ends up happening is those te- the because I, I believe LeBron just went ahead and started the thing without he's consult crazy. with the he got the ideas from this from this me- from media companies yep. and now the media companies are coming back and suing him and saying oh you just took our idea and then just co- well continued along with it yeah the thing that's crazy was actually um, LeBron did something in a barber shop during All Star Weekend. I think a that was like a pilot ago. episode. Yeah, with like Draymond Green in there, like all the guys in, in the barbershop and just talking. And of course, he was on the bottle. He was drinking yeah, some wine drinking in, a little in the barbershop. He was on the bottle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically like LeBron James, typical storyline for him. And the best is Too Barstool perfect. Sports even did a little one one episode of them in a barbershop. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was like bar, uh, shop, shop talk or something like that just to, just to mess with LeBron a yeah, little because they hate him. perfect. But, so I, like – <laughs> this is just a perfect LeBron story for him to just. He'll to, be he'll find he'll be fine. He's got enough. Oh money. yeah, he'll, he'll he'll be absolutely yeah. fine. But I, but I, it's kind of like a, it's a petty move for him to like go ahead and like try and sue Alabama football for this, right? Uh, no, no. If it, if he had some type of copyright for it, I would have definitely done it too. If I was in LeBron's shoes, well, it's not LeBron. It's not LeBron. It's his legal team and his Maverick and his, Carter and those guys. Yeah, right? and it's like his business partners that he has under his payroll and stuff that you know operate his things. That's that's basically what it is. It wasn't. This isn't LeBron's fault. Yeah. No, I I agree, but I think it's funny that it's yeah, coming it out is. of his camp that it's a little two faced action for yeah. LeBron, thinking that he could just rule the world the way he tries to. And then uh, last free throw, Mike Budenholzer has met with the Phoenix Suns ownership and management, and there's a possibility for him to become the next head coach of the Phoenix Suns while he's already the head coach of the the uh, Atlanta Hawks. Hawks. It's a woge bomb, so maybe that'll end up happening, and the uh, Phoenix Suns will get a new head. I think Budenholzer will definitely help change the culture there. He's got better shot of making the playoffs within the next three years with Phoenix than he does with Atlanta. Yeah, I know, because Atlanta's just completely selling, and they're just not going to... Well, yeah, they're going to get a high draft so is pick, Phoenix, but, but so is Phoenix. Yeah, but I think they have pick. more talent that he could work with. So Booker, Jackson... Mm- yeah, I think I think uh, it would be a it would be a really good move for Phoenix, especially because they've just been flip flopping coaches forever. It seems like so that'll be yeah be a good move. So that is it for free throws. That is it for this episode of the Talking True Hoops podcast, episode number twenty eight. As always, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, our YouTube stream. Follow us at Talking True Hoops on Twitter and Instagram. We are excited for the rest of the NBA playoffs for the games to start. Hopefully we'll have some good games tonight. Subscribe. We will catch you next week. 
You've been listening to the Talking Through Hoops podcast with Robert Flatter and Nick Parabolos. Your best stop for non-stop NBA postseason talk and all things basketball. Be sure to subscribe and follow our social media at Talking Through Hoops. Join us next week for more great hoops discussions.